Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Yaakov Carmel. Mesechas Ksubis has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman, Lila Nishmats of Yaakov ben Matasio Zatzal and Chayabas Pesach. We are starting Ksubis, Daf Memdal and Amr Alf. Gemara says, Amr of Nachman, Shtei Shtaros Hayyotsin, Bezeach Rezeh, Bitol Shein Yasarishin. If we have two Shtaros between Reuven and Shimon on the same field, that means we have two Shtaros that Reuven is selling this specific field to Shimon, one is dated a month later, so we say that Bittal Shani is a Rishon. Because we have a question, how could there be two Shtaris on the same field? There's no way that Ruvain sold the actual field twice to Shimon. If he sold it once, there's no reason that he should sell it again. So it must be that when we see the second star, there's a Bittal, there's a nullification on the first star, there's a riot that there's something wrong with the first star. What exactly is the understanding of this Bittal? The Gemara says, Tupshatim, my timer, Ra from Omar, Emer, Iduye, Oidule. From the fact that the Mechabel agreed to write another star is a haidah, it's an admission that the first star was a mistake. There was something wrong with the first star. And the Gemara is going to explain soon. That means that um, he's saying it was Mazayef. From the fact that the Neisain and the Mechabel got together and wrote another star a month later is a proof that the first star was Mazayef. And therefore we ignore the first star. And you cannot use that first star for any nafkamina, let's say, the Zman of Mishabodim and the like. Rather, we say it's Mevotol and we ignore it. Ravachar Amar, Emer Achulei Achle Lishibudei. Ravachar says there's no Heidah, there's no admission that the first star is bad. We don't have any right to say that it's Mezoyev. Rather, we say both stars are Emes. But what the Mechabal is doing is, by accepting the second star, he's being Michael all Shibudim that the first star created. In other words, he was sold a field on Rishchidosh Nisan, and subsequently it was taken away from him because the Meicher owed money to someone else previously. So this Baal comes and was tariff this field that was bought in Nisan. So usually the halacha is, when you buy a field with Achrayis, you can go and take any Nechasim that the Meicher has at the time of Nisan. Since at the time of the Mechira, he's Mechabal Christ, at that time he had Karka that's Meshubah to you. Therefore, when your field is taken away, you can go to Ruven and take all his Karka that he has at the time of Nisan. What you're doing with this Mechila is saying that you're Meichel that Shibut. You will not collect all the fields that he has at the time of Nisan. Rather, you want to switch the Mechira and the Shibud to the field of Sivan. And then you could only collect the fields if your field was taken away. You would only be able to collect the fields that he has at the time of Sivan. That means instead of having a Shibud from Nisan, you're switching the Shibud to Sivan. That's a Machleik is from and Rav Acha. Taisvis asks on the Tzad of Mechila, Matana. Our Gemara is talking about Mecher and Matana. Bishleim by Mecher is a Shibud. Since he sold you something, he took Achrayas, so then we could say, you're being Meichel the Sheba to a later time. But by Matana, there's no Achrayas. Someone gives you a present, and comes along about Chayv and says, he didn't have a right to give you this present, and he takes it away, there's no Achrayas, there's no way that the Mechabal could go back to the Neisain and demand, demand repayment for this Matana. So what's in a Geya that you're Meichel the Sheba? Sheba would only apply by Mecher that there's Achrayas. So Taisif says, Tutarutzim. 
Vari answers that the Navkamina would be Kigan Shabing Zman Harishon, Luzman Shani, Konahanoi Sing Soda, Ezil Soda Niteng. That the case is that the person that gave the present subsequently goes and he wants to buy a field near the field that he gave away as a present. Now, usually, as Allah Bametzra says, that if someone wants to buy a field near a field that you already own, you have Kedima, you have first rights on this field. And you could say in Bezin that you want that field and you'll win over him and be able to get that field. So in this case, you got a matana in Nisan. And then we have another star for Sivan. So we say you're Michael the Shibud for Nisan. Taisa's question was, which Shibud is there in a star? Taisa says it means is, it's not really a Shibud, but it means is you have rights by getting this matana in Nisan. You have rights of Barmetra to preempt him on buying any field near this field. So now if the Nisan wants to go and buy a field that's next door to this field, you, by being Meichel Yoshibud, are giving up your rights to knock him away. That's what it means. You're Meichel Yoshibud. You're Meichel Yoshchusen. That were created with this Matana. That you have first rights on all the neighboring fields. You're Meichel that Shibud and you lose your dinner by Metzra. That's the Pshat of the Re. The Mashal points out that there's no reason why Tyson had to give a case that the Nisan that the person who gave the field was the person who bought the field next door to you. Mashallah says, who I didn't, Taisus could have given any case that someone is buying a field next door to the field that was given as a matana, that we're saying he's Meichel the Shibud, from the fact that he accepted another star in Sivan, is a raya that he was Meichel the Shibud of Nisan, and therefore you lose the dinner by Metzra. Mashallah says he doesn't really understand why Taisus had to go to such a case that the actual Naisin is the person buying the field, bordering on this field. It could have been anybody. The Kani Reim says, a very simple svara. He says, we're dealing with a case of Mechila. That means in reality, you have rights to this Bar Metzra. Since you own the field, you were given a Matana. So we say, you have Bar Metzra on all the neighboring fields. But we have a question, why did you accept a Shtar for the same field a month later? So we say, it must be that you're being Meichel Yeshibud. But when there's a mechila going on, why should we say that you're meichel to everybody? We'll say you're only meichel to the person that we see a mechila to. Someone owes you $100, and you're meichel it, so the mechila is only to him. I'm meichel it, you don't have to pay me. So here also, Kainarim says, it's a mechila. That means I have schusim based on the fact you gave me a matana. I'm meichel you that I will not use the schusim that you gave me to create a barmetra against you. But we never see that he's meichel it against other people. So there's a major machlaikis, Marshawn Kani Reim, we'll soon explain it, Mirta Hashem. Machlaikis is, is this mechila only to the Naisen or to everybody? That's a terrorist of the Re. Taisfus goes on further, and he brings a terrorist from the Rajba, that the Navkamina is, in love of Naisen, it means man arishan, lizman shaini, shayitrafu, bali chayvav, me'ezay sada. The Navkamina would be, with this mechila, in a case that the Nisan borrowed money in the middle of Nisan. So in the case we're talking about, that one star says Echad B'Sivan, and one star is earlier in Echad B'Nisan, and there's a loan that the Nisan, the person that gave the present, borrowed on Tesvav B'Nisan. So the halach normally would be that the person that lent the money to this Nisan only could collect from the Shubadim that were owned by this Nisan at the time of the Halva. So in reality, since he already gave away this field in Echad Benisan, and he only borrowed the money on Tesva Benisan, there should not be any Shibud on the Nechassim. By you being Meichel Yoshibud, 
you're saying that you're giving up the rights you have in this field. Since you're giving up the rights you have in this field, so we're going to say it's as if you bought it in Echad B'Sivan, and therefore there will be a Shibud to this Malva, and you will be able to collect the field. That's the terrors of the Rajma. Now this Rajma needs a lot of Havana, because Enechanami, you're Meichel the Shibud, but the person that lent the money only has a Shibud on the Nechassim that are owned by the Loiva at the time of the loan. And even if you're Meichel the Shibud, there's no way that he owned this field at the time of the loan. So how could the Rajbah say that the Navkmina Machuli Achil Shibudei is that your Meichli rides to this field and therefore a Balchayv of the Naisin will be able to take this field? The question is, there's no Shibud on the Chasm that weren't in his possession at the time of the loan. This is a question of the Gdele Achreinim. So the Achreinim answer, the Rukiveger, the Rashash, the Pnei Yeshua, they all say they were talking about that he wrote in the Shtar of the halva that is a shibud on all the fields de ikni that I will buy. There's such a thing as making a chrayas not only on fields that you have in your possession at the time of the halva, but even on possessions that you get later. So this case would be that they wrote in the shtar halva that is a shibud on kol nechasim de ikni that I will buy. And therefore, since he got this field between, between Nisan and Sivan, he received back this field. Enochanami, at the time of the loan, it was still, it was not in the possession of the loiva, but he subsequently got it, and therefore there will be a shibud. But you have to add on, the Pnei Yeshua says, that the word mechila in the Gemara doesn't really mean mechila. Because if all that's happening is a mechila, then he never really was kainet back, so it's not good to say there's a shibud because he was kainet. He was never kainet. He really sold it in Nisan, and the person's meichel the shibud. So where is the ikni going to help you if he was never kainet? Zakti Pnei Yeshua, we have to say according to the Rajbah, the Lashon HaGemara Vachulei Achil Deshibudei is Lavdavka. doesn't just mean that you give up your rights and your schusim in this field. Rather, it means you are marked in the field back. When we see a shtar in Echad Benison and another shtar in Echad Besifan on the same field, we have our tights, we explain that what's going on is you sold him back the field and then you bought it back from him. That's what it means. Achli Achil Deshibudei means you're giving up your rights. We say that what happened is you gave it back to him and then you got it back from him in the second Mechira. But there's really a hakna going on. The Lashon Achula is Lav Davka. So Pneshua says. Pneshua is Maisif. That's why the Reed didn't like the Rajbah. The Reed didn't want to say the Nafka Mina is going to be Lagabe Meshubadim if the Balchayv could collect these fields. Because the only way to say that Pshat is to say that there was actually a hakna going on. The Reed held the Lashon HaGemar is Mashman. That's all that's happening is a Mechila. Therefore the Reed would rather learn that we're dealing with the Allah of our Metra. That's what the Pnei Yeshua says. But the Rishash asked a tremendous question on this Havana. The Gemara says, a nafkamina between Raphram and Rabacha is L'shlume Peri Yulotaska. Who gets the Peris in this interval? And who pays the taxes at this time? Between Nisan and Sivan, who pays the taxes and who eats the Peris? In other words, who really owns it? Nimar means, according to the Manda Omar, that I'm Maida, that the Shtar, the Shtar Rishain, the first Shtar was Mazoyev, so it turns out I never owned it. If I never owned it, the Naisain will pay the taxes, and the Naisain is entitled to the Paris. If the Makabal will eat the Paris, he'll have to pay the Naisain back. But according to the Manda Omar, that that means I really own it. The Makabal never said he doesn't own it. He's just giving up his Chusim that are usually created with. With Mechor he's giving up those chusim. But nowhere did he ever say 
that is not his. Therefore, he will be entitled to the payers and he'll have to pay the, tasko, the taxes. In fact, the Rishash, according to the Rajba, we're saying that the only way the Ba'chayv of the Naisen is able to collect these Meshubadim is by saying that Achuli Achli means that he was mocked in the field back. So the Rishash asks, if the Naisen was mocked in the field back, so even according to Rav Acha, the Lacha should be that the Naisen should pay the task and the Naisen should be entitled to the pay raise. Because Achuli Achli Lushibude means that we explain these transactions, when we see a star in Nisan and another star in Sivan, we, ex- we explain that what's going on is that he sold back the field to Ruvain and then Shimon's buying it a second time from Ruvain. So in Cain, why does the Gemara say an Afghamina between Raphim and Acha about payers and Tasco? Lakuli Alma, the Nisan should have to pay the Tasco and should be entitled to the payers. Rashash blives with this question. In reality, the Ritva learns like the Rashba. He says we're talking about. He says that the, there's a kidney going on. It doesn't really mean mechila. And he asks the Rishash's question. And he says that since we don't know when exactly it was given back, all we know, all the information we have is on Echad ben Nisan he received the field. And on Echad ben Sivan he received the field. So sometime between Nisan and Sivan, the field went back to the Nisan. But we don't know when. So when it comes to who gets to Paris, we're going to say, Amaitzi mechabel varaya. That since the Mechabal had a shtad that it was his on Echad be Nisan, so you can't say that you have to pay back the Paris you ate during Nisan because we have a Raya that you gave it back. Maybe he only gave it back on Lamid, the Chavtes, the end of the month of Nisan. So the entire Nisan, he's entitled to the Paris. But also, when it comes to Taska, since you were the person that has a shtad that you own this field, you're going to have to pay the taxes. Why do you want to say, maybe the, the Nisan should have to pay the taxes because we have a proof that I gave it back. But since it was, we have proof that it was by you, and for all we know, maybe you gave it back on the last day of the month. So for the entire Nisan, Hamadzim Yechavel Varai would say that you have to bring a Raya, that you gave it back earlier if you want the Meicher, the Nisan, to pay the taxes. Therefore, the Makabal has to pay the taxes. So in essence, we have two tremendous different Mahalchim to explain the Gemara. Of Achule Achel Shibude, Kipsute, you learn, and the Pnei Yeshua says, this is how they relearned, that all that's happening is a Mechila. If all that's happening is a Mechila, this would not affect the Din Meshubadim, because for the Din Meshubadim, we need that the Naisen owned it at the time of Alva. And all that's happening is a Mechila, there's no way that you'll be able to create a Shibud Nechasim to a Balchayv. The Rajbah is learning that we do affect the Meshubadim, so we have to say, like the Achrenim explained, that there's a Hakna going on. And the Ritva also says like that. And the Gemara's Nafkmina is Likabi That's how the Ritva explains. Now, returning to the Machlaikis, Masha, and Kani Re'im. We said in the first side of Taisus, in the Re, we had a Machlaikis if the Mechilas to everybody or just to the Naisin. So one could explain the Machlaikis. They're arguing in this Machlaikis. What does a Chuli Achle Lishibude mean? If a Chuli Achle Lishibude means that there's a regular Mechila, I'm giving up my Schus. All that's happening is a mechila. So the Karen Reim is right. Why should we say I'm meichel for everybody? All we have is I'm giving up a schus. So all we see is I'm being meichel to the person that gave me the star. How do we have a right to say that you're being meichel to everybody? Maybe the mashal learned that the mechila over here is a hakna. And therefore, since the mechila is a hakna, so there's no reason we should differentiate between the person that gave you the field and everyone else. 
All we're saying is, if you receive two shtaris, one in Nisan and one in Sivan, then we explain this situation of two shtaris on one field, that obviously you return the field in between. If the understanding of Achuli Achil Shibude is that there was a hakna in between, then obviously you lose your din metro like all the other people also. This might be the Machloikis, Mashon Kani Reim. If you learn like this, that the Mashon is learning, even according to the Ri, that there's a hakna, so you would not be able to say, like the Prayer Yeshua said. Prayer Yeshua said the Ri didn't like the Rajba because the Rajba is learning there's a hakna. And the Ri held, where do we see anything about hakna? The Ri understood all that's happening is a Mechila. But if we're saying that the Mashon understood, even according to the Ri, that there's a hakna going on, so then we would be back to not really understanding why the Ri didn't say the Rajba's trap. The whole shot we had was from the Pnei Yeshua. The Ri didn't like the Rajba because he didn't want to make a hakna. But in the Mashah, it sounds like even in the Ri, there's a hakna going on. And that's why you lose your din by Metzra for everybody. Now, returning to this Gemara. The Gemara said, Eimer eduye oidile. The Gemara said, what's the nafkamina if eduye oidile or achle The Gemara said, one of the nafkaminas is, iruye sadi. If the Edim are apostle, according to the Raphram, the Edim are psulim. Since you accepted a star on the same field that you accepted in Nisan, now you accepted it in Sivan, obviously you're telling us that these Edim are psulim. Taisus asks on Rashi, just because your Maida that they're apostle is not going to make them apostle. If one person says these Edim are apostle, there's no way that's going to affect Bezin's opinion of these Edim. So Taisus says it means only for the Makabal. This Mechabal, who we have proof that he himself was made that these Edim are not kosher, therefore, Legabi, everyone else, obviously the kosher, we're not going to accept one aid's testimony to Pasal Edim. However, for him himself, he himself is like Shavia Nafshachatichatisura. He said that for me, I consider these people Pasal. If he considers them possible, he can never use a star with these Edim for the rest of his life. That's how Taisus explains the Gemara. Now there's a Shaila, the Mishnah Melech, in Hilcha Perik Aleph, Halach brings down a Chuvas Marek. The situation was that a person came to Bezdin and he said that the Shaykhir of the town shechs improperly. He witnessed that this Shaykhir does not follow Hilcha and therefore... He wanted to passel the shaykhit. The shaykhit vehemently argues, and he said that he shechted properly. So the halacha is, it's eight echad v'achasha. So we kept the shaykhit in his position, since we only have an eight echad. Usually an eight echad is nem surim, but when someone's machashim, then we don't apply the halacha of eight echad nem surim. So we kept the shaykhit in his position. Now the question was, if the person that testified and said that this shaykhit, shechs improperly, is he allowed to eat from the shaykhit? Marik said, he's allowed to, since the Psak in Bezdin was that he's a good shaykhit, so even the person that is claiming that he knows that this person is not a good shaykhit, is allowed to eat from his shaykhita. So the Mishnah Malach asks, from our Gemara, our Gemara says, if we have a haidah, that you are made that these edim are bad, so even though Bezdin will pass in that the edim are good, because Eid Echad is not Neman when it comes to Mamanus. So for all Chesha Mishpat, for all Hilchus Mamanus, we're going to deal with these Eidim as Eidim Ksherim. 
But still, Taisva says, in regard to the person that was Maida, even though he had no validity in his testimony in court to apostle these Edim, but since you yourself said that you know that these people are apostle, so you can't use these Edim. So why is it different than Marik's case? If you know that this Shaykhit is a bad Shaykhit, and his Shaykhit is apostle, you don't have validity in court, because since it's Eirechot Ba'achasha, so you don't have a Kayach to apostle him, but why are you allowed to eat from his Shaykhita? Mishnah Malach applies with this question. In the Frankel Rambams, they bring down on the sides from Kilyanis from Kivager. Right over there, in Hilchashkita, Parak Aleph, Halach Chavav. Kivager says a very short, clear terence. He says there's a big difference between Shkita and Edus. By Shkita, Enechanami, you're saying he's a bad Shaykhit. And therefore, we should not eat from his Shkita. But if you don't have validity in court, so we consider him a good Shaykhit. So now, what? Do we want the Mishnah wants that we should say You yourself considered it possible. On that we say if we consider him a kasher v'shoichet, and you yourself all you said was that he shechs bad, we don't have any proof on any subsequent shechita if he did a kasher apostle. Maybe it was kasher. You don't know about each shechita. All you know is that you saw him shechting bad. Therefore, you want to passel him. On that we say you can't passel him. Ah, you know that he does bad shkitas. Okay, but maybe the next shkita is good. You don't have a riot from our Gemara. In our Gemara, if you know that someone's a pasla aid, that means that you're saying, Lamashal, that he's a Rasha, or he's a Gazlan. So you're saying he is bad aid, he can never testify. So if you said that he can never testify, so then we say, If you yourself consider this person as a puzzle aid, so even though your testimony has no validity in court, you said that he is not a kosher aid. Therefore, for the rest of your life, you can never use this aid. But in the case of shechita, all you're trying to do is say, he's a puzzle shechit. On that we say, you don't have any validity in court. So you can't puzzle him. Ah, you yourself said he's puzzle. But even though you said he's puzzle, that does not tell you about every subsequent shechita. Every subsequent shechita, if he did it by kosher, it's going to be kosher. There's a big difference between a shechit and an aid. A shechit that's puzzle, that shechs it properly, is kosher. If a kid, a lady that has no smicha and shechita, ends up shechting the kashas, it's fine. So in you said that he doesn't know how to shecht, but since we didn't accept that in court, so we say he is a good shechit, all we have against you is that you said that he's a bad shechit. You're saying he's a bad shechit, it doesn't passel tomorrow's meat. All it does is try to say that he's not a good shaykhit, which we didn't accept in court. Therefore, all we have against you is that you're saying he's bad in each shechita, so then we look at each shechita by itself. Since today's shechita might have been kosher, there's no reason you shouldn't be allowed to eat it. Only by edus, that you said he's not a good aid. And that means that he's not a good aid. Then we say that if you're shavi you're not going to be able to use this aid. Now we'll continue on with the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that a Kiyoris does not get skila by a Mechit Shemra. Usually Mechit Shemra, the Allah is skila by the Beis and his Meya Sela. But by Kiyoris, you don't have any of these halachas because it says Yisrael in the parasha. However, the Mishnah goes on to say, Since at least you had a lay the Bikdusha, so there's a Riboy in the Gemara, that you are included in the parasha Legabe Skila. That even though we said a Gyeris does not have skila, only Chenek, but he 
But even though you have skila, you still do not have Pesach Vesavio and Meyastela, because the entire Reboi is only for Misa. The Mishnah goes on to say that really any lady that doesn't have a father or doesn't have a Besavio, so you'll do skila and you'll be missing the Tanayim of Av or Besavio, because the Dinim of Av and Besavio are only Lemitzvah. So one could ask a slight horror. Why do we only say in the Sefer of the Mishnah, which is talking about a regular Yisraelis that doesn't have a father or doesn't have a Pesach Beis Av, then we say the entire din of Pesach Beis Av is only La Mitzvah. L'chayra, we should have said that Allah also in the Reisha, by Rasa even though she doesn't have the parasha of Pesach Beis Av, because there's no riboy by such a Giyaris, such a case of Rasa Shalei we do not have a riboy for Pesach Beis Av, so one could ask, how could we have the parasha of Mitzvah Shemra and say this skila without having Pesach Vesav? So we'll have to say, the entire din of Pesach Vesav is a mitzvah. It's an extra l'chatchil din that the perfect spitz Mitzvah Shemra has Pesach Vesav But if you can't do it, you don't need it. Why do we only say by a Yisraelis that doesn't have a Pesach Vesav that it's only the mitzvah? We should have said it also by a Rosh Hashleb Ekdusha, so Yaina Minsker and Sev Yainis Elaine and a similar terrace in Rab Shmuel, they say that the answer to that question is really based on a much more fundamental question. And that is, where do we do the skila in cases when we're not able to do the skila of Parashas Maiti Shemra? By Maiti Shemra, we do the skila in Pesach Beisav, we go to the Father's doorway and that's where you do the skila. Where do you do it by Herosah Shalai Bikdusha and Ledosah Bikdusha? The Rambam says, by Herosah Shalai Bikdusha, you do the skila Bishar Ha'ir. Okay, now where do you do skila in a case of someone that doesn't have a Pesach Beisavir? A regular Mashishem Ra'yisraelis that doesn't have a Pesach Beisavir, where do you do skila? The Rambam says, you do it in the base of skila. Bezdin, every Bezdin had a place where they do skila. So every Isha, a Mashishem a regular Yisraelis, where the father does not have a house, he does not have a Pesach Vesav, so you can't do it there, so you go to Bezdin's Beis Askila and you do it there. So Minchus Chinuch asks, Minchus Chinuch in Tav Kuf Nun Gimel, is Gimel, he asks, how did the Ramam know this distinction? How does Ramam know that at Rosh Hashanah, you do it B'Shari Ir, but regularly Israelis, when there's no Pesach Vesav, you do it in the Beis Askila. Mehechatesh is to say such a chilek. It's Minchus Chinuch's question. So the Achrayim answer, there's a tremendous difference between a Rosh Hashanah and a regular Yisraelis that doesn't have Pesach Vesav. And to explain this, we really need a Hagdama. There are two separate parashas in the Torah. There's a parasha of Naira HaMurasa. Any Naira HaMurasa, a 12-year-old that has an Eresin, known as Suen, she does Nus, there's a special halacha, even though Ish usually gets Chanek, Naira HaMurasa gets Skila. Where do you do the skila? The halacha is, you do it b'shar ha'ir. It means even though a regular skila is always in the base ha'skila, someone's mechal Shabbos, you'll do it in the base ha'skila. Besides being mechadish, that this type of ish gets skila not chenek, there's also a chedish, you don't do skila in the base ha'skila, you do it b'shar ha'ir. Now there's another parash in the Torah, parash mighty shemra, which is very similar to a naim rasa, but instead of just Adam coming, and saying that she was Mazana, the case of Mitzi Shemra is that the husband started off the rumor. The husband came in and said, I didn't find Basulus, Dam Basulim to my wife. 
And therefore, we made an investigation, and then we bring Adam. In that case, when we give her skilo, we do a Pesach Vesav. So Naim Rasa and Maitzi Shemra have this big difference. They're both skilo, but if the husband is the one that brought this idea to us, that she was Mizana, and then subsequently he brought Adam, then the skilo is Besav and not Shara'ir. So now, we really have to declare, every time we have a lady that is in the parish of Maitzi the husband started off the complaint that she was Mizana. But for technical reasons, we lose the ability to do all the halachas of Maitzi Shemra. Do we say that now we could put her in the parish of Naya Marasa? Because every Maitzi Shemra is a Naya Marasa and more. You're a Naya Marasa that the husband put a rumor about you. So if you're a Naya Marasa that the husband put a rumor about you, so the second that the special halachas of Maitzi Shemra shouldn't apply, you should go back to having the halachas of Naya Marasa. Or do we say, since the husband back the rumor here, and only because of him that we have any chashash, there's no Adam until the husband came, therefore you're out of the parasha of Naim Rasa, you're only in the parasha of Maitzi Shemra, and if you're in the parasha of Maitzi Shemra, and for technical difficulties, we cannot be mekayim the halacha of Maitzi Shemra, maybe we'll go back to the halacha of a regular skila, and a regular skila is always in the base of skila. So the Achreinim want to say, that's the difference between a Rosh Hashanah and a regular Israelis, that doesn't have a base av. Hayratzish lebegdusha. The Gemara brings a pasuk in our base umesa that we're marbe her. That even though she's not a full Yisrael, and the pasuk says you have to be Yisrael to have the parasha of the Amarasa, and the parasha of Shemra, and even though she's not a full Yisrael, there's a ribu of mesa that she could be included in the din of skila. But we never marbe her in the parasha of Shemra. The Gemara says we only marbe her for mesa. So this lady who shouldn't have the halacha of skila at all, because it says Yisrael in the parasha of Naim Rasa and in the parasha of Maiti Shemra. But the only rebu we have is Umesa. We only marbah her that she gets skila. So we're putting her into the parasha of Naim Rasa. We never were able to be marbah her for Besa'av and for needing Mea Kesef. So we never marbah her into the parasha of Maiti Shemra. So she's a regular case of Naim Rasa. She's a lady that Enechanami, maybe her husband, started off the rumor, but the Psukim say, we're only marber her to put her into the parasha of Namarasa, we'll never marber her to put her into, put her into the parasha of Maitzi Shemra. However, a regular Yisraelis is in the parasha of Maitzi Shemra. A regular Yisraelis is, the Psukim of Maitzi Shemra are talking to her. Now it happens to be, she doesn't have a father. And there's a Tanaya Pesach Beisav. So you're missing one of the Dinim that you're supposed to have. So you don't have that. On that, the Rambam says, all that you're missing is, you're a mighty Shemar that can't be Mekayim, one of your dinim. You can't be Mekayim, the din of Pesach Beisav. Okay, there's no reason we should say that you're a Naim Rasa. You're not a Naim Rasa. You're a mighty Shemar. Since you're included in the parish of mighty Shemar, you're not included in the parish of Naim Rasa. So if you can't be Mekayim, Pesach Beisav, you're going to skip over the Allah of Naim Rasa, go back to the regular Allah that you do Skilo, Beisah Skilo. There's no reason we should say, you do Shari'ir. You're not Naim Rasa. Anyone that's Moishy Shemra is not Naim Rasa. The only reason we say by Herosh Shleib Dusha that you do B'Shari'ir is because you were never marble Herosh Shleib Dusha into the Pasha Moishy Shemra. We're never marble more than having the Halachas of Naim Rasa. Since we're only marble for Skilo and not for Shari'ir, not for Beisah Av, and we were never marble for Meyak so in essence, we just said, all you could have is the dinim of Naim Rasa. So then it makes sense to say that the skill will be done in Shari'ir. So now we can understand Vienna Minska and Zof. Why the Mishnah splits it up? 
Because this whole ending of the Mishnah, we only say when something is in the parasha of Shemra, you are included in Moitzi Shemra HaMura Batayra, and you're missing Beisav. And now we say, don't worry about it. Pesach Beisav is only Lechatchila, it's only a mitzvah. But we never had to burn that. That didn't bother us at all in regards to Hirotha Shlebekdusha, Veledasta Bekdusha. Because that's not Pashas Mati Shemra. So the Mishnah was never bothered. Ah, it says, Pesach Beisav. How could you say Hirotha Shlebekdusha has Kila? The answer is simple. We never said you have Pashas Mati Shemra. All we're saying is, you're getting Skila because you're included in the Pashas of Nayamarasa. Therefore, the Mishnah never had to say that Lord Namar Pesach El Mitzvah only in a case that you really are including the parasha of Mitzvah Shemra, and that is a regular Israelist that doesn't have a Pesach Beisav. Now we'll continue with the Gemara on Amun Beis. Amr Rabbi Yosi Bar Chanina Hamitzvah Shemra Ali Yisaimah Potter Shenamar Benosnu Lavia Naira Prat Lazu Shein Laaf. He has exerts a kosev of Lavia Naira. There's no parasha Mitzvah Shemra by a Yisaimah. Now. There's a fascinating discussion in the Rishonim, really not so much Negea Awasugya, but it will come into understanding the Shakavataya and Awasugya. And that is, why by every Maitzi Shemra <clears throat> do we say that the money goes to her father? By all other schusim that the father has in his daughter, we always say that once there's Nesuin, she's out of the jurisdiction of her father, and he's not Zaychan and he's schusim. Lamashul, Aynis, Mefata, once there's an Asuin, it does not go to the father. So the question is, why by Mitzvah Shemra do we say that even though she already went through an Asuin, and she's really out of the jurisdiction of her father, we still say that the father receives the Mea Kesef. So Tezerid, on the side of the Gemara, asked this question. Tezerid says, a tremendous Chiddush. He says, it ain't Hachanami. You don't really give the money to the father. You're really giving the money to this lady. The problem is that she's married. And So if you give her, you give your wife, the Me'azuz, you're going to be Zaycha immediately back. So we say give it to your father, her father. But when you give it to her father, it's not for the father to keep. Rather, he holds it for her as a schooler, as a savings, a treasure for later on in her life, he'll be holding for her a saving account. This money is for her. It's just a way of giving it to her without the husband getting it back. That's what the Taizerid says. It's a tremendous chiddush, that even though the Pasik seems to say, that it goes to the father, still we're saying that it doesn't really go to the father. Rav Shach in Avi Ezri, Helchus Naim Rasa, Gimel, says, It must be a mistake. Ramesha also writes this, that it doesn't make sense for the Taizerid to say such a thing. The Torah says it goes to the father. Kipshut that means that even though Yenisua goes to the father. To say that it's not really the father is Lainite and Liyamer. It's an interesting side note. The Mishmar Halevi, it's Rabbi Schulzinger, he brings down that they showed Rabbi Shach, the Moshev Skenim al in Dvarim, Perik of Beis, Pasuk says the same exact Kasha and Teretz. So to say the Torah is Hatfus, or something of the sort, it's very schwer if you find two Rishonim saying the same thing. So, Shultzinger says that, Rabbi Shach said, oh, that's also schwer. But, there seems to be some validity to this um, Taizerid Pshat, and the Moshev's Kenim, they're learning that the din of Anasana Naira is not for the father to keep, rather to hold as a schooler 
for his daughter. Other Rishayim say, the Shitan Daflam test brings B'Shem Ramah the same question, and he says a very fundamental answer, the biggest side in the entire Havana of the Parashat Maitzi Shemra, and that is, that just like you find by the Parashat Maitzi Shemra, that you do the skila on the base of Via. I think more explains later on, we say, and that is that the entire dinim of the Parsha is to express our shock and dismay at this family that produced such a child that was Mazana. So there's a tremendous gnai to the father. That's what the Parsha Maitzi Shemra, the Skilo at a base av is coming to produce a gnai in the father's mishpacha. So when the husband's lying, what he was trying to do was be mavaza the father. The ikker point that we're understanding and we're explaining is going on is when you say this lady was mazana, what you're saying is that the father did not bring her up properly, and you're being mavaza the father. So that's why the money goes to the father. The money is not going to the father because he's zeichin the shvach nurel of his daughter, like ma'isidayim and onis mafata, that it's really a chayv to her, and he's zeichin her schusim. Rather, over here the Torah is saying, since you're coming to be mavaz of the father and create a ganai in the father, therefore you owe the father directly. There's a dentira between the father and the baal. The baal was trying to ruin and be mavaz of the father, therefore. The Baal has to give the father Messiah Mazuz. So you can't ask that she's in a sua and she's out of the father's jurisdiction. He's not coming from her and being zeichet through her. Rather, he's getting the money because the Baal is starting up with him. The Baal is trying to be mevazah him. These are the two mahalachim that we're showing him to explain why the father receives the money by Maitzi Shemra even though she's in a sua. The Taisa Rid is learning that in actuality the money does not go to the father. Rather, he holds it for her. And the Ra'ah is saying that the money goes to the father because the G'nai was to the father. So Rav Shach, who understands like the Ramah, because as we mentioned earlier, he doesn't understand the Tezerid's Pshat, he asks a tremendous question on the Ramah from our Sugya. In our Sugya, Rabbi Yisib Rechanina said that there's no Din Maiti Shemra by Yisayma, because you need Aviyah Naira and you don't have it. On that, the Gemara asked, do we have a Pasuki, Mayin, Mayin, the rabbis by Mephata, of Yisayma, there is a Chiv, to the, there is a Chiv, even though there's no father. So you see that Yisayma could have a parasha in the Torah, even though it says Avi Naira. So just like Avi Naira is Nama Akiv by the parasha Mephata, who didn't have Shemra, even though it says Avi Naira, maybe this should be the parasha of Shemra, even by Yisayma. Rav asks, if we're understanding the reason it goes to the father by Moitzi Shemra is because you were Mavaza him. By you saying that his daughter was Mazana, you're creating a Gnai in the father. And therefore, you give the money to him. Therefore, Beisi Rechonina says a very logical thing that if there's no Avihanaira, you're Pater. The reason you're Pater by Yisayma is, is not Stamak Zerzakasav, rather, it makes a lot of sense. Since you were coming. To be Pagim in the father, therefore usually you give the Messiah, the Meizuz to the father, but if there's no father, you're gonna be Pater. But you can't ask a Kasha from Anjusamafata. The Mara brings a Kasha from Mafata, by Mafata we know, Kipshutai, the Chiv is to the girl, it goes from her to the father. On that we're gonna say that even though there's no father, we can understand that it just remained by her. Since every time the Chiv is to her, 
From her, the father is Zeichenet. And that will say, there's a Ribui, that when there's no father, it will remain by her. But by Moitzi Shemra, that the entire Chiv, Meikara, was straight to the father, so if there's no father, it makes a lot of sense that the Pasha shouldn't apply. So what's the Gemara's question? Shach remains with the Tzorach Ian on this question. The Hafla really answers Rav Shach, Teich and he answers Rav Shach by answering Taisa's question. In a beautiful piece. Because Taisa asks, he doesn't understand why do we have to go and bring a kasha from a brisa of moing moing the rabbis yisengma by a case of mafata. We already had a mishnah earlier that a giyiris basgemoshanim has knas. Now every giyiris is considered yisengma. She doesn't have a father, and still we see they have knas. So obviously avia nairo is now ma'akiv. So Taisus asked, why did we have to come with this brisa of moing moing? We have a mishnah already that explicitly says. That a Gyaris, which is a Yusayma, has Knas. Taisus answers that there's a difference between a Rukiva and Reis Yaglili, Ayn Sham. That flaw says the answer to Taisus' question is Rav Shach's question. Rav Shach is asking that how could we ask from Ainus Mufata onto Maiti Shemra, there's a tremendous difference. Because by Maiti Shemra, the Chiv is directly to the father. So therefore, if there's no father, it makes sense that you're Pater. But by Ainus Mufata, the Chiv is to the girl to the Naira, so there we're going to say that if, even if there's no father, you'll still be Mechayiv Knas. So what's the Gemara's right to compare the two? So the Aflah says, by Aynus you have a Kasha, but not by Mephata. By Aynus, you're right, the Chiv is to the girl, goes from the girl to the father, so therefore we have no proof from there to the Shailah of Maitzi Shemra, because by Maitzi Shemra, the entire Chiv is straight to the father, like Rav Shach's Kasha. Totally correct. That is why the Mishnah didn't bring Aynis, because of Rav question. You can't compare Aynis and Maitzi Shemra. However, the Hafla says, by Mephata, the Havana cannot be that it goes from the girl to the father. Because by Mephata, we already had a Gemara earlier, Nathman Beis, that in reality, she's Michael. Since she didn't meet Aida, she's Michael all the Chiyuvim. There should not be a Chiyuv class at all by Mephata. So the Hafla says it must be that by Mephata, the Chiv of the Torah to give the money to the father is not through the daughter. Because if it was going through the daughter, she's already Michael. The father wouldn't be Zaycha from her. It must be Xerzakasiv that by Mephata, the Chiv is straight to the father. If we understand that by Mephata, the Chiv is straight to the father, so the is a beautiful question. Just like by Moshe Shemra, the Chiv is straight to the father. And Rabbi Yisrael is saying that Avia Naira is Memayat. That by Yisayma you wouldn't have the Parashamati Shemra. The same halacha should apply by Mephata. That since the Chiv is straight to the Father, by Yisayma there shouldn't be a Chiv at all. If we find by Mephata, Imayin Imayin tells us that even if Yisayma has the parasha of Mephata, that means even though usually the Chiv is straight to the Father, but when there's no Father, we're going to let her take the money. So too the halacha should be by Mephati Shemra that by Yisayma she can get the money. Now, the practicality of how she'll get the money and not be Michael, the Afla says you have cases when she says explicitly that she's not Michael or she's a Tana. All the Afla means is, since in a normal case she's Michael, so it must be the Gedder Exeris Akasim in a normal case is that it goes directly to the father. So in a case that she's not Michael today, the money will go to her. That is how the Afla answers of Shach's question and Tyson's question in one shot. 
Because the Taisa's question is, why do we ask from a fata, not from Aynas? The answer is Rav Shach's question. Shach is asking, you can never compare Aynas and Mephata to Maiti Shemra. On that, the Aflah is saying, you can't compare Aynas, but you could compare Mephata. Now, it's important to put this entire conversation in context with how we started off this parak. We mentioned the Achrein and Kler, mainly Yerun Tali. If the Havana of Knas going to a father, is it goes to her and the father's Zeichah from her, or it goes directly to the father? And we said, if she's the Baal Stover by the mother Badin, or he's the Baal Stover, and his other Nachmanas, now, it's turning out, we're saying like this. By Moshe Shemra, the Ramah, and the Hafla, and Rashach are all saying, Moshe Shemra is directly to the father. So that whole Chakira, who's the Baal's Dover, is he the Baal's Dover or she's the Baal's Dover, would not apply to Moshe Shemra. If a girl would be Tevea, her husband, in Bezdin, for the, for the male Kesef, that she go to her father, he could say, La Baal in the Diyat. The Dintar is not between me and you. Even though we had a Machlegis Rishayim, by Ernest Mafata, but now we're saying by Mighty Shemra, Likuliyama, the Chiv is straight to the father. That's clear. The Haflor is going to extra Chiddush. He's saying that whole silent Nachrainim, if the Chiv is directly to the father, or to the girl and then to the father, even by Mafata you don't have that. Because since by Mafata she's always Michael, it must be that it's directly to the father. The only time that could be at Sad, that it goes to the girl and then to the father, the Haflor says is only by Ernest. Now it's important to remind us that the stifler in Kilis already asked this question. How could there be a Sadanachrainim that the money goes to the girl and then to the father? What happened to Mechila? She's Michael. Since she's Michael, it should never go through her to the father. On that, the stifler said that since she knows that from her goes to the father, so she can't be Michael. That's how he was able to say that sad that it goes through the girl to the father, even by Mephata. The Aflah is arguing on that, and he's saying that question is correct. You can never say by Mephata that it goes through the girl to the father. Rather, every Mephata has to be, like the Ramah says, that it goes directly to the father. Now there is actually another Teretz to Tysus' question. Why do we ask from Mephata and not from Inus? And it's pretty similar to that flaw. It's in the Ravid, in the Kasaf Sham. In the beginning of Parak Naira, the Rabbi says like this. He says, Aynas we can't ask from because there's a special reboy in a Safri that you chayev by Aynas even by Yusayma. By Mephata, we also have a reboy. So what's the Gemara's question? He's, which Rashi really talks about. The Rabbi says, by Mephata, it can't be that you chayev. There can't be a reboy that Mephata is chayev by Yusayma. Because since she's getting the money and she's Michael, there's no way she, she could end up with the money. So al karachach in any inyan lamafata, you have to put the pasuk in mighty shemer. So that's the rivet's teretzayis question. Teis was asked, why didn't the gemara ask from Aynas? On that, the rivet says you can never ask from Aynas because it's an extra riboy, special riboy that Aynas is chayav by yisaimer. That wouldn't tell us anything about mighty shemer. Therefore, we bring a pasuk by mafata, which cannot be negayim mafata because by mafata she's always Michael. Therefore, the pasuk must be going by mighty shemer. That's how the Ravid answers Taisvis. And we could use that to answer Roshach. Roshach was asking, how could we compare the Pasuk by Mephata to the Pasha of Mechit Shemra? So according to the Ravid, it's not really a comparison. The Pasuk by Mephata, but the main Indian Lamephata, so Teneu Lamechit Shemra. That means we know, we figured out that this Pasuk is actually coming to tell us Allah about Mechit Shemra. So Roshach was asking the Mechit Shemra, 
is a chiv straight to the father and you can't learn out from a fata with a chiv is to the girl, the answer is anachanami, but there's exerza kasev, which we ended up figuring out is talking about Moitzi Shemra and is saying you're chayiv even by your son. Now the Gemara continues that Rav is chilek and he says since Tani Ami besulas Yisrael v'le besulas Gerim we have a miut that Gerim do not have the parsha Moitzi Shemra, so clearly that we do not say that Moitzi Shemra on Yisrael is potter. Because if Moshe Shemer on every assignment was potter, even by a regular Yisraelis, we wouldn't need a meat for Gerim, because all Gerim are also Yisraelim. Rekiv Eger asks, he doesn't understand Rav's question. All Rebbeisi Bechelina said was, a meat on the Mea Kesef. But what about the Malchus? We know one of the dinim is, if a Baal is Moshe Shemer, and he, we find out that he lied, the Allah is that he gets Malchus. So do you get Malchus by being Moshe Shemer on a Yisraelim? Basically, Bechanina didn't really talk about that. All Bechanina said was, you don't pay the Mea Kesef. Maybe Malchus you do have. So what's Rav's question from the fact that Ami needed a drosha, Besulos Yisrael, Vele Besulos Geren? Is a raya that a regular Yisrael is Chayiv, maybe Enechan Ami. A regular Yisrael is Potter on Mea Kesef, but Chayiv Malchus. Tani Ami, Besulos Yisrael, Vele Besulos Geren, that you don't even have Malchus. That's Vega's question. Peshul also has this question. And they both say there must be some hackish. There must be a hackish that if you don't have Mayakas, if you don't have Malkus. And therefore Rob is asking, why do you need Taniyami if you already have a miut on the Mayakasif? Now Lukhaira, according to what we said before, it's a hundred percent moving why they should be telling each other. Because if we understand, like the Ramah, that the Miut Arabia is the reason why if there's no father there's no knas, is because the entire chiv of the parasha is because you're coming to be pagan and cause ignai in the father. So we say, if there's no father, you're pater. If that's the havan of the drasha, it's not stamamir. Rather, it's, it's going to the crux of the issue. Since you're coming to start off with the father, and there's no father here, so you don't have the parasha mighty shemra. So it makes a lot of sense to say that it's not just a mir in the mea kesef, rather it's a mir in the whole malchus. Because the malchus is being mighty shemra on who? Who are you coming to ruin and make a gnayin to uh, create the Chiv Malkus. Since the Ramah is saying that the, the Iker Kavana that we understand that you're coming to do is cause a gnayin the father, and that's why always you give the Mea to the father. So when there's no father here, of course, not only, it's not only a Mir in Knas, there's no reason to say it's only a Mir in Knas. Because the Havana of this Mir is, you didn't do the Parashat Mighty Shemra. The Parashat Mighty Shemra is, someone's coming to make cause Ignayin a father. When there's no father, you didn't do the Parashat Mighty Shemra. Therefore, it makes a lot of sense to say, that it's not Stam Amir only in Knas. Rather, it's a Mir in the entire Parashat. And just like there's no Knas, you wouldn't have Malchus either. So Rav is very understandable. And Rav is saying, if we need a Pasuk, a Besulus Yisrael, a Lei Besulus Gerim, Sarai, the regular Yisoyma is Chayim. Because if a Yisoyma would be Potter, based on the Havana of Rebbe Yisrael which is that since the father is the main player in this discussion, when there's no father, there's not going to be a Knaz, there shouldn't be Malchus either, and you shouldn't need the Pasuk, a Besulus Yisrael, a Lei Besulus Gerim. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.